Hi everyone, welcome to episode 71 of Tea in the Treetops podcast. I'm Annie. And I'm Philippa and this is the official podcast of the Tea in the Treetops book review blog. Today is Friday, it's October 18th, 2019. It is and we are back. Um, This week we're going to catch up on what we've been reading and watching over the last few weeks while we've been away and some books that are coming out soon that we're excited to read or that Mm -hmm. we think we like the sound of at least. Um, so without further ado, would you like to tell me what you've been reading? <laughs> okay, so I don't think I've really read anything, um, no. which is really, really sad. <laughs> but I started working, so that's yes. good. Yes, that's How's good. Shift work treating um, you. <laughs> it's it's all right. It's good. I have discovered that when I'm thoroughly exhausted all the time, I fall asleep and I sleep quite well. So that's always, well, that's good. It's a bonus. That's always good. Um, so I think. A long, long time ago when we last recorded, I think I was really into the Shadow and the Fox series by Julie Kagawa. Was she actually in Brisbane? I think she was. She did, And I think that's what inspired me to pick up the first book and I loved it. So I either audio booked or read, I don't know which one it was, the second book and it was really good too. I don't think it was as good as the first one. Um, is there more of them, or is I that, think there? I think it's, it's a trilogy. A, okay. No, it's not a duology. There's definitely more. Um, I preferred the first one, but this one was still good. This one was still good as well. And to it's be honest, just, it's been a bit too long for me to really, really remember what happened. It's, yeah, <laughs> it involves memories. magic and uh, epic adventure. By is my yes, guess. I haven't yes, and there's yet. like shadow. Yeah, there's like a shadow clan. It's it's got that very eastern vibe to it okay it's i really enjoyed it yeah then i discovered randomly don't ask me how i think i was just looking for an audiobook that was available right then and there wasn't on my <laughs> wait list like um on hold list sorry and i found this book called the last magician by lisa maxwell and i honestly don't know why i hadn't heard of it before because it was all the things that i like in a book it had decent goodreads review rating as well um but basically it's like a time travel set in like you know 19th like 1900s london um magic like both magic tricks and magic it it was good it had lots of it it was um it was just like all these things that i like and it was a really good book yeah. Um, I think you should read it at some okay, point. Yeah, I think you'll like good. it. Yep. It was very interesting. Um, and then I started the second audio book of it. I, would, I did my audio book. It took me ages. It's quite a large book. It's not a thin YA. It's quite a thick YA. Okay. Um, actually, I don't even know if it is technically YA. The teenagers, but it's very, like, it's heavy. Like, they're acting like adults. I guess then so many YA books have that yeah. sort of a theme about it and then the second one has been good too there's even more time travel but I kept falling asleep and I (laughs) didn't know what was going on and the books basically expired and I haven't got it again yet so which has been the theme of my reading basically since I've gone back to work (laughs) lots of books that I have audio books that I have borrowed and then I haven't actually managed to finish them because I get to about the halfway mark and go I don't even think I know what's really going on because I keep falling asleep and not really knowing what's happening so I'm halfway through Kingsbane which again is a great book I just I was think like, I think I've missed too much. I think I missed too much months. of it. Well, I, I gave up on that one. I own that one. I bought it on Audible, but yeah. um, I haven't actually finished it. But at least I have it when I do finally feel like I've got a bit You'll of time. You'll have to start again from the beginning. I will remember. have to start again. And The Devil's Thief I will borrow. And I also, I also um, had another one which 
Natasha had recommended she took she read it as a like holiday read yep. two can keep a secret by karen m mcmanus which isn't a norm me book normally it's not fantasy it's sort of a mystery style teenage mystery people have been dying and you know there's someone that mm. died from her mother's generation and now someone new has gone missing and okay yeah yep. it's been good but again I, I i was listening to it it's gone off hold i have to wait another month till it's available again the downside of audiobooks and libraries. <laughs> yes. Mm. <laughs> That's sad. I know. I know. So it, my reading list has been very pathetic for That's three months. Okay. I know. I was doing so well similar. towards my Goodreads challenge in the first half of the year. Oh. I was so well <laughs> and it's just getting further and further behind now. <laughs> uh, mine mine has also I, I think I had 50 books on my that's my all I, requ- I had 50 as and as my I'm own. up to about 18 I'm, t- I'm 28 <laughs> I'm 28 yeah, because okay. I was reading a fair bit at the beginning but okay. yeah it's not it's not going to be that's all right you got a good excuse well I binged all the Madoran Chronicles right at the beginning of oh, the that's year right, so yeah. I was so far ahead <laughs> and then yeah it's just got a bit floppy it's all good <laughs> all right how about you okay me um so i uh, i think since the last time we we recorded i um have been on on rihanna's radio show with her mm-hmm, on abc mm-hmm. radio talking about YA um aussie aussie ya books so i read um the boy who stole houses mm-hmm. which is by cg drews also known as um, paper fury yeah. i may have mentioned this last time I anyway um because I think I was reading it then, but mm-hmm. yeah, I loved that book. It oh, was that's good. It was quite dark. Like it was um, a lot of kind of really heavy stuff happens in it. It's a bit violent it's not, it's, and kind it's of. It's also not our usual genre, right? No, no, no. Yeah, it's, it's it's not. It's, it's contemporary. contemporary. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's quirky and, and beautifully written. Really mm-hmm. well done. Um, but yeah, the boy who still has his um, contemporary beautiful love story and um you're never quite sure what can go wrong next basically it's like a lot of bad stuff happens before any good things happen it can't be worse um, than the oh who's the author we've both read robin hobbs it can't be worse oh, than the robin hobbs books because yeah, that's so everything goes from wrong she, to wrong to wrong she loves to, wrong. to torture her characters yes. in every way that's what, <laughs> when people say it's a whole lot of bad i'm like no that's the bar yeah that's Either true above that yep. or below that because <laughs> No, it's it's above that. Um, oh, good. It's, there's hope. It's a YA story, so it's got to have okay, hope. Good. Um, and it is. It does have a happy ending. You just have to remember <laughs> yep. that. Um, but it, yeah, things go bad, real bad, before they go good. So anyway, uh, worth a read. Um, I also read. Finally, got around to reading Lady Helen and the Dark Days Deceit. Oh, by how was it? I feel Alison like I have to Goodman. read the whole trilogy again. Do you know yeah, what I mean? So this is the long. final book in this trilogy, and we've talked about it a lot oh, over the last it. few years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've, we, I actually got this, the copy of this at last year's Supernova in November um, from Alison herself. Yeah. Um, and I just haven't had a chance to read it no. until now but it was great Excellent. like you know how sometimes you get to the end of a series and so you're like is this going to live up to my expectations yeah. but it did it was really awesome. good and it kept me guessing right to the end you don't know what is going okay, on well, you can't tell me and i won't say anything we'll have to one day have good. a proper thorough conversation <laughs> <laughs> but no it's worth a read very good mm-hmm. and and now i'm like all kind of 
regencyed up. I need to reread. I've got like the videos of you know, Pride and Prejudice there to read. Regencyed up. I do feel that that magician's thief is like it's yeah, got okay. that slight it's vibe. A it's, it is kind of historical yep. and it is sort of nineteenth century New, like you know, sorry, nineteen hundreds New York. I keep saying nineteenth century, but it's really at the end of the eighteen nineties to the beginning of nineteen o. Okay. Something nineteen o three or something. I think they're in yeah, the okay, moment, yep. but it's kind of in that sort of window of time. It's got that vibe okay. about got that it. Victorian kind of feel about it. Yeah. Yes. Well, if you haven't listened to a lot of our back episodes, then Lady Helen is all about um, basically demons, I guess, hunting in. Um, and it's like a paranormal Regency romance. But yeah. It's, so it's like yeah, not a romance book. Hunters, but in Regency England. With in tentacles. Like, with tentacles. Just to keep to the theme <laughs> for our review. Ah, uh, it's so good. Anyway, <laughs> uh, worth a read. And then very, um, this book especially is like, you know how a lot of the other ones were all about in at that time and or up until recent, like modern times, you, even like the slightest touch was like a, you know, the romance of it was just amazing. Yes. Like they, they're just, they're not allowed to look at each other without feeling holding all hot hands, under the cover. Holding and, hands is basically yeah. a declaration of engagement. Yes, yes. So <laughs> you get definitely lots of tension in this one. So worth reading. Uh, so I am, I've got like, so I went away to just Perth second, for a couple second, of weeks. Sorry, rewind, rewind, rewind. I know what? you can't really tell me, but I just need to know, was my theories correct? Her brother was actually like. Oh, I can't give anything away. Okay, okay. I'm positive I thought her brother was like the big demon Oh, yeah, the grand deceiver. The grand deceiver. I want you to tell me, and I don't want you to tell me all at once. <laughs> well, you'll have to ask me a bit later okay, then. Okay, I'll tell you right. if you want, but I can't reveal anything. It's all very secret right okay. until the end. Um, it could be anyone. <laughs> I feel like I had picked it, but I am occasionally wrong. Anyway, my, well, we'll my, my um, suspicions were Everyone actually would... correct in the end. I don't remember. <laughs> so if I, was, I won't. I, tell I can't you. even remember if our suspicions were in line with. No, they weren't. I don't think. Oh. But, um, but so basically, yeah, I can't remember. Me no. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not saying anything. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so I went away for a couple of weeks um, to mm-hmm. Perth. Long story, but um, I had off and on bit of reading time and I had my Kindle and I had books to read but um, I started reading a few different books yeah (laughs) I had to fight with my son for it but um, finally I've been trying to get him interested in a Kindle for so long but and now he's like finally realizes what it means to Mm -hmm. have books just just sitting there whenever you want it so yeah I feel like there's a Christmas present coming up in the future but anyway um, I started reading York by um, Laura Ruby so good. And I only read like the first couple of chat, like you will maybe have to the get first it five chapters before you or tell something. Matthew about it, though, because if, yeah. otherwise he'll start picking up your your Kindle and he'll change the page yeah, that know. you're up to. And you'll... I have a hard copy of it as well, so okay. maybe he'll want to read that. Copy. Um, but yeah, I loved the beginning of that, so I'm going to have to finish that. The whole soon. book is amazing, and it gets better. The ending of when I was just like. Hang on a minute. Oh. This is all making so much more sense now. Oh, okay. okay. Well, it's very quirky. I wasn't. That's what I love about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I sort of started she's, reading. I'm like, oh, this she's is a little bit, bit like, Nevermore. She's you know? a bit like, like Jack Lamoriati too. Yeah, it's yeah. not quite at that level. But the thing is, what I loved about it is, I mean, I have not been to New York, but a seasoned New Yorker reviewer read it, going, "Oh, this non-New Yorker writing about New York is going to be terrible." <laughs> yeah. And she was like, going, "No, she." 
she had it down to the letter, right places on right streets in right oh, areas. She was like, you would never pick for the non-season New Yorker had written that. Okay. And New York is a character in that book. It is just amazing. Anyway. Well, I'll have to finish that soon and let you know mm-hmm. what I thought. Um, You'll I... be asking me for book two. Yes, I will. Um, maybe. I don't know. You will be. Um, I, I don't picked actually up... know if it's out yet or if it's it still... It is, yeah. Oh, no, it must be, I've yeah. seen it in the shops. Okay, good. It's got a very pretty good. cover. It does. Very attractive cover. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm reading um, Wayward Sun by Rainbow Rowell, which is the... Um, the second book after Carry On. Which so, you liked Carry On. Is that the one with yeah. the... Yeah. Okay. So, which is kind of the sequel to Fangirl. Like it's... So Fangirl so fan, I knew you had read. Yeah. Fangirl okay. was like a contemporary story about a girl who writes fan fiction. Yes. Of Simon Snow, mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. basically um, like a... It's kind of like Harry Potter okay. type thing. It's a bit like... Um, Draco Harry's kind of fan okay. fiction where the, the antagonist and the protagonist get together in the end. Yep, yep, yep. So, and then Carry On is the actual final book in that okay. you know, fic series. Um, so it's actually like a really great fan fiction, which is nice. So I read Carry On before I got into reading fan fiction. Okay. Um, is that what and I loved it. Into no, no, okay. no, no, no. That was much later um, after I started binging Supernatural, like, 10 seasons in like two months yeah um but no it was great and then so that was years and years ago and now wayward sons come out which is the sequel to that which is set a few years later when they're actually in in uni and they're a bit older and they go on this this is after all the the big showdown at the end of the whole simon snow's series and these the main characters kind of go on this road trip in america so it's Mm. really bizarre because they're like gone from this school setting in England to to like road tripping across the US which is okay. really odd but anyway I'm gonna have I'm to I feel like I need through. to it's read great. this because <clears throat> I haven't read Rainbow Rowell and everyone raves about it do you know what it's, I mean but these sound like they're sort of more up my alley I than feel some like of her other like ones it because yeah. she has a very quirky writing style which I know you like yeah it's funny very witty writing yeah and um and it's just it's good um Kind of relationship drama as well like okay. it's the magic part of it is very quirky and um it's a bit like it's a bit like Jacqueline Moriarty and kind of that never yes. more feeling as well so yeah I recommend it okay that's only just come out in the last few weeks so I'm like on the cutting edge of finally something being released and I bought it like the I first know week well sometimes bought... this is a problem isn't it sometimes it's like I'm so far behind I'm better at just yeah, just, D- just dumping all those all that out of the way. And just, let's catch it. Do you know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> uh, there's way too much to catch up on. Mm. But anyway, after that, um, I've got to – I'm going to go um, on Rihanna's show again in a couple of weeks' time and I'm going to read okay. – I'm going to be talking about Angel Mage by Garth Nix. Yes. Uh, which is his latest – it's only just come out as well – his latest um, new series. I'm pretty sure it's the first book in a new series. Mm-hmm. It's got a pretty cover. So, Yeah. Um, it is to do with angels summoning, um, and in a historic setting, I think it's, um, 17th century where angels can be summoned by those with a talent for magic. Um, and it sounds pretty awesome. So I'm looking forward to getting into that. Nice. Okay. So earlier in the year, we had a, an episode where we talked about books that were coming out in the, the third quarter. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, we do this every now and then, don't we? The third but, quarter. But we only because is there were so it... many coming out between July, like June and September. Oh, okay. yeah, we only good. talked about a few months worth. Yep. So for the rest of the year, October and November have some a huge the, list they of books do, coming out because they've got all the ones that they're trying to market to the Christmas audiences. Yeah. So a lot of their, a lot of their, I feel like. September is when they release all of the new authors that they think are going to be successful. And then October, November is their, you know, their cream of the crop authors who just release new books because they're going to sell. Because when people don't know, oh, okay. they stick to the authors that they've heard of. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they're I'm not saying someone. it's always that way, but I feel that it is often that way. All right. I could well, be wrong. Well, we have a list of books here that are coming out in October and November. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There doesn't seem to be a whole lot coming out in December that, that I could see. Um, so, um, you've got a copy of this first one on the list, which I haven't reviewed yet, which I, um, I have as a review copy, which is naughty of me. So that's the never tilting world by Rin Chupico. Now I never read her initial duology, which was the bone, Witch, I think is that yep, right? Yep, yeah. That sounds right. One day I will get to it cause I thought they sounded good. I'm pretty sure you read the first one. No, I don't that? think I did. Maybe oh. I did. That was because I borrowed a, a copy ago. from you. Whether or not you read it, I don't know. No, I, okay. I, I don't remember. Anyway, <laughs> I'll read the synopsis of this one. I thought it sounded quite interesting. Yep. Frozen meets Mad Max in this epic team fantasy duology, bursting with star-crossed romance, immortal heroines, and elemental magic, perfect for fans of Furyborn. And I love Furyborn, so that was a seller for me. Yep. Generations of twin goddesses have long ruled Aeon. Aeon? 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 Yeah. Um, Whichever it is. But 17 years ago, one sister's betrayal defied an ancient prophecy and split their world in two. The planet ceased to spin and a great abyss now divides two realms, one cloaked in perpetual night, the other scorched by an unrelenting sun. Wow. I quite like the sound of that. That does sound cool. Um, Yes. And then later in October, um, in like next week, 23rd, The Light Between Worlds by Laura E. Weymouth. Is coming out so we've got an interesting named characters in this one five years ago evelyn and philippa hapwell <laughs> cowered from air strikes in a london bomb shelter but that night took a turn when the sisters were transported to another realm called the woodlands in a forest kingdom populated by creatures out of myth and legend they found temporary refuge when they finally returned to london nothing had changed at all nothing except themselves now ev spends her times her days sneaking into the woods outside her boarding school wishing for the woodlands overcome with longing she's desperate to return no matter what it takes and i think this is meant to be some sort of a narnia spin it does sound a bit like that doesn't it yeah but awesome it does sound awesome doesn't it (laughs) it does have you got a copy of that one i have a feeling i do have a review copy of that one as well i have to try and keep an eye out for that it looks good all right and then we've got some in november as well so this one um, comes out at the beginning of November, November 5th, A Constellation of Roses by Miranda Azebedo. Ever since her mother walked out, Trix Macabre has been determined to make it on her own and with her near magical gift for pulling valuables off unsuspecting strangers, Trix is confident she has what it takes to survive until she's caught and given a choice, jail time or go live with her long lost family in the tiny or go live with her long-lost family in the tiny town of Roxor, Kansas. Trix doesn't plan on sticking around Luxor, 
rocks all along, but there's something special about her macabre relatives that she is drawn to. Her aunt Mia bakes pies that seem to cure all ills. Her cousin Ember can tell a person's deepest secret with a touch of a hand, and Trix's great aunt takes one look at Trix's palm and tells her that if she doesn't put down roots somewhere, she won't have a future anywhere. Before long, Trix feels like she might finally belong with this special group of women in this tiny town of Kansas. But when her past comes back to haunt her, she'll have to decide whether to take a chance on this new life or keep running from the one she's always known. How mysterious. It's got a very practical magic vibe about it. Yeah. yeah. I love that movie. I ne- It was based on a book. I never read the book, but the oh, okay. movie was awesome. It sounds a bit like... Um, it's but... also got a bit of a Maggie story. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that what I was blue, thinking. Blue, blue, like yeah, the character yeah. of Blue with her quirky yeah, exactly. sister, Thank like you. Know, quirky aunts. I'm glad. My mind. So how funny <laughs> is that? Because obviously, you know, it's very hard to live up to that series. Though I hope that's still being made into a TV series. Yeah, I haven't heard any news about no, that. No, I haven't while. either. It definitely got optioned, whether or not. I mean, so many things get optioned though, and well, nothing happens. Speaking of that series um oh. maggie stevada has a new book coming out in this based series. on Bronan. call down the hawk is also coming out in november i didn't in know just about a few that. weeks that's well, exciting well, newsflash um this is based this is uh, centered on ronan lynch mm-hmm. who is um one of the characters in that um and a major character really in the end cycle um, Ronan Lynch is a dreamer. He can pull both curiosities and catastrophes out of his dreams and into his compromised reality. Jordan Hennessy is a thief. The closer she comes to the dream object she's after, the more inextricably she becomes tied to it. Carmen Farouk Lane is a hunter. Her brother was a dreamer and a killer. She's seen what dreaming can do to a person and she's seen the damage that dreamers can do. But that is nothing compared to the destruction that is about to be unleashed. I really feel like I could reread The Raven Cycle. It was so Me too, good. I loved it. Um, it's very long, though, for to read, is, read a whole four is. books. But, but I'm like, I can't quite remember, but I felt the fact that Ronan was a dreamer was actually really important to the end of the story. It like was, There was yeah. that whole he had to pull dream, out which was actually dreams. important, or things had been hidden in the dream or something by his father or something yeah, like that. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah. It was good. Know. It's been a while, but, um, but Maggie has been teasing bits of this on her social medias okay. for a while now and it sounds amazing she's just an amazing writer yes she's another one of those you know i put her in that same realm as like laura ruby and jacqueline moriarty where there's just something kind of ethereal about the writing yes. and it's i don't know it does me every time i'm like i'm sold yep i love it it's dreamy and weird yep. and perfect and it's never truly even even the contemporary ones there's something not contemporary about them. Do you know what I mean? There's something yeah. almost magical because, you know, Maggie's definitely written non, like, non-fantasy books. All of hers are kind of – But all of hers, like the Scorpio about. races, even the Raven Cycle and all Crooked Saints, they're all kind of on this realm but not of this realm. I don't know how yeah, to put okay. it. And you, you're constantly going. It's like that magical realism. It's like, is this real? Is this not real? Is this, yeah. you know, but then I there's want like this to be real. The Shiver and those ones that are actual those. werewolf yes, ones. Yes, that one and is totally They were there. great. They were really good. A lot of people love those, yeah. But, um, yeah. Anyway, I'm definitely going to get I'm very onto this one. I'm too. So, yeah. I loved Ronan. He was a great character. Yes. Uh, All right, and then we've got Sisters of Shadow and Light by Sarah B. Larson. Now, this must be her second series because she wrote another series. I'm pretty sure the first book is like Defy. I can I can picture uh, the cover. 
Yeah, okay. I think it was a trilogy. I could be wrong. I never read it. It was one of those series. I'm like, that, that, that looks good. But, I mean, you can't read everything. Well, <laughs> I haven't got the time to read everything. Yes. Anyway, this sounds very interesting. The night my sister was born, the stars died and were reborn in her eyes. Very lovely. Zura and Inara have grown up in the citadel of the Paladins, an abandoned fortress where legendary magical warriors once lived before disappearing from the world, including their Paladin father the night Inara was born. On that same night, a massive magical hedge grew and imprisoned them within the citadel. Inara inherited their father's paladin power. His eyes glowed blue and she is able to make plants grow at unbelievable rates. But she has been trapped in her own mind because of a roar that drowns everything else out, leaving Zura virtually alone with their emotionally broken human mother. For 15 years they have lived, trapped in the citadel with little contact from the outside world until the day a stranger passes through the hedge and everything changes. So is this a bit of a um a bit of a sleeping beauty aurora yeah maybe. meets frozen I feel like is that wrong I'm like I'm t- I'm going it Disney like route, that, but, but it, it also does. remind me a little bit of um uh I've got frozen song stuck in my head now the Laney Taylor one that I'm oh I'm just being nightmares yeah 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 um, if, is if that, um, that strange the dreamer strange the dreamer thank you oh, I loved that. I've got that, such terrible memory that today. duology was amazing. We can't give anything away by talking about that book because when you find out what's really going on in that book, you're just it's like, what? So, but it's got that kind of a mm-hmm. hidden away from the world kind of vibe about it. Anyway, no, this one sounds great. It does sound a bit it like Sleeping good. Beauty type thing, like hidden behind a hedge and that sort of thing. And I've got Frozen yeah. music stuck in my head now. Oh, no. You know Frozen 2 is coming out in a few weeks. I months. know, which is probably why it's, it's coming to the forefront of my mind, I feel, often recently, probably because the second one story does look good, though. I have to yeah, admit, no, I'm, I'm like, I'm, well, I'm happy to go and see it. I'll, I'll probably be seeing it. The story looks a bit complicated, which is good. They've, yeah. they've appreciated the audience has slightly grown up. Yeah, the uh, the animation looks saw beautiful. As a baby, I think she was like six oh, really? months yeah. old. Yeah. Some of the first words she said, edit go, edit go, edit go, because that well, song be played constantly. Yeah, we had that as well with Evie. Okay, let's move on. Um, speaking yes. of winter, um, speaking of winter, winter speaking of it, we're off frozen. Don't, yeah. <laughs> don't mind me. Winterwood by Shay Earnshaw um, will be is also the the fifth of November. They're all coming out on the same day. I don't know um, how we're supposed to choose, but just have all of them. Just Why not all is of that them? Guy Fawkes Day. Remember, remember the fifth of November. Yeah, well, that, sorry, because I just realistically had that, it could I just be any that. day of in the beginning of November. It could be the tech, like not the second, but could be the 4th of November, it could be the 7th, who knows? <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it is but the 5th. But Guy Fawkes say, I'm positive there's a remember, remember yeah, the 5th yeah, of yeah. November. That's I what sure I mean, the rhyme. November. Any okay. any number could fit in that rhyme. Okay, It's okay. a terrible it rhyme a... for remembering anything. <laughs> just a second, Guy Fawkes say, I have to find out now <laughs> if I've just randomly got that stuck in my head. Why would they choose, like, yeah, 5th of November? Yeah, well, so there, there you go. go. So you did remember it. Well, that worked I for did. you. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I remember that rhyme, I always think have to look it up because so I don't know which day. Books come it is. out on the day anyway, that a whole lot of things burnt. Okay, got it. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense, I guess. Um, be careful of the dark, dark wood, especially the woods surrounding the town of Furhaven. Some say these woods are magical, haunted even. Rumoured to be a witch, only Nora Walker knows the truth. She and the Walker women before her have always shared a special connection with the woods, and it's this special connection that leads Nora to Oliver Huntsman, the same boy who disappeared from the camp for wayward boys weeks ago. 
and in the middle of the worst snowstorm in years. He should be dead, but here he is alive and left in the woods with no memory of the time he's been missing. But Nora can feel an uneasy shift in the woods at Oliver's presence, and it's not too long after that Nora realises she has no choice but to unearth the truth behind how the boy she has come to care so deeply about survived his time in the forest and what led him there in the first place. What Nora doesn't know, though, is that Oliver has secrets of his own, secrets he'll do anything to keep buried, because as it turns out, he wasn't the only one to have gone missing on that fateful night all those weeks ago. So I'm dun, guessing dun, that she dun. also went missing on that night and she just doesn't remember it? Well, maybe. Well, he doesn't have any recollections. No, so I maybe know. she also. Anyway, who knows? Mm. I like the sound <laughs> of that. Okay, so another one that I am super, super excited about and was very jealous when people were getting review copies, yeah. is The Starless Sea by Erin Morganston. Now, this is her follow-up book. So her first book was The Night Circus, which we loved yes. and was an absolute success. And it's been about five, six years since yeah, that. Yeah, it's a long time. So it's, it's one of the first books that we probably reviewed, raved about. On, yeah. yeah um, on so maybe it was around 2012, 2013 that that came out. Anyway, it's taken her this long. It's been much anticipated. <laughs> I'm okay with the waiting if it's good. And from yes. what I can tell so far, it does. It's got good reviews. Okay, so the Starless Sea. Zachary Ezra Rawlins is a graduate student in Vermont when he discovers a mysterious book hidden in the stacks. As he turns the pages, entranced by tales of lovelorn prisoners, key collectors, and nameless acolytes, he reads something strange, a story from his own childhood. Bewildered by this inexplicable book, and desperate to make sense of how his own life came to be recorded, Zachary uncovers a series of clues, a bee, a key, and a sword, that lead him to a masquerade party in New York, to a secret club, and through a doorway to an ancient library hidden far below the surface of the earth. What Zachary finds in this curious place is more than just a buried home for books and their guardians. It is a place of lost cities and seas, lovers who pass notes under doors and across time and of stories whispered by the dead. Oh my god! As you were Sounds reading that, so I was like, "Going, I should, Sorry. I should like make a ding yet? noise for every time you say something that is that like ticking like, my boxes." Yeah, like, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. It is a bit that way, isn't it? So we've only got a couple of weeks left to wait for this one as well. So. We'll have to. I'm gonna have to make the time to write this, like read this one because yes, it sounds so amazing. It does sound really good. So at the moment, it's sitting with it's had 927 ratings and it's sitting at 4.34 out of five. Stars. Pretty good. Pretty that's, good. that's pretty good considering it's not even out yet yes well a lot of people lots t- of reviews a lot of people tend to mark things five stars before they even get that it. really annoys me well yeah, yeah. it's got eighty four thousand people that have put it on one of their bookshelves like <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah all right she's another one that's got that sort of magical like yes. her writing's got that yeah ethereal vibe yeah she had beautiful like the, the circus in her other book was the actual star of that. I know, that it thing. was. Like yes. the story itself was like, mm, whatever. But, yeah, the circus was just Is the nice circus still being made into a movie? I don't know. I haven't heard anything about that for a while. No, it's one of those things, isn't it? It's being optioned, it's being produced, but is it actually going to be yeah. made? And how long does it take? Who Sometimes it knows? takes too long, hey. <clears throat> it's got a director, so that's interesting. You know what is coming out um, next year that has been filmed now is All the Bright Places oh, by yeah. Jennifer Niven. 
I haven't actually. I've got a copy of it. I think, but yeah. I haven't read Does it. it but... Isn't it already out? Or no, no, that... no. They've just finished filming. I think. Okay, all right. Because I swear I've produced. seen something about that just recently. She's been posting lots of things about it mm. on Instagram and stuff. Uh, but yeah, sounds like that's coming quite soon. Nice. Um, speaking of soon, we have um, a couple more that we can mention. Um, I will mention that Supernova by Marissa Meyer, spelt in the correct way, not Supernova, (laughs) our fan convention. Um, Supernova is the third book in Marissa Meyer's Renegades series, which was the superheroes. Um, I haven't read the second one, one, but I read the first one and it was pretty good. Um, I preferred her Cinder Cinder series much much more, but anyway. Also coming up in November is The Guinevere Deception by Kirsten White. Now, Kirsten White has written so many damn books, but so many of them don't end up – the series fizzles. So it sounds oh. awesome, but whether or not this actually – like if you really look at her, she doesn't complete the series because they flop in oh. the end. So like the first – whatever she wrote first, the first book was amazing. The second book was a real flop, and then I didn't even read the third one. I could be wrong. Maybe they just come out with no fanfare. But I think yeah. you'll find that she's written a lot of first books. A lot of first books are op- like, you know, the option as trilogies and then the first book comes out and then they don't keep it up or whatever oh. or something like that. Okay, I could be stars. completely talking. Yeah, so Paranormalcy. What- yeah, Paranormalcy was her first. Was her first. Yeah. So The Chaos of Stars, no were there else. any extra books on top of that after that first book? Did they? Did she get sequels, or are the sequels not there? Because I don't reckon the sequels are there. Okay, I don't I think. See what you mean. There are so many books, but they're first books. So anyway, we'll see. While you're <laughs> well, reading and investigating, because <laughs> it does. But all of them have great premises. Okay, Princess Guinevere has come to Camelot to wed a stranger. The charismatic King Arthur, with magic clawing at the kingdom's borders, the great wizard Merlin conjured a solution, sending Guinevere to be Arthur's wife and his protector from those who want to see the young king's idyllic city fall fail. The catch, Guinevere's real name and her true identity is a secret. She is a changeling, a girl who has given up everything to protect Camelot. To keep Arthur safe, Guinevere must navigate a court in which the old, including Arthur's old own family demand things continue as they have been and the new those drawn by the dream of camelot fight for a better way to live and always in the green hearts of forests and the black depths of lakes magic lies in wait to reclaim the land arthur's knights believe they are strong enough to face any threat but guinevere knows it will take more than swords to keep camelot free look she's obviously taken a lot of license with the traditional story yeah, yeah. I'd be interested to know if she does have an affair with Lancelot yeah. in this. Yeah. I love King Arthur's stories, so it appealed too. to me. <laughs> it does appeal to me because I love the whole Camelot and the Knights of the Round Table ideas mm. too. But, uh, yeah, anyway. So did you end up seeing, is there any follow-ups? Uh, no, well, Chaos of Stars looks like it's a, a standalone. Oh, we which is, the So it isn't a very read. good example. No. But um, anyway. Well, speaking of sequels, <laughs> um, Later in, well, it's, I think it's coming out in the start of November as well. Um, Weapon is the second book mm-hmm. in Lynette Noni's Whisper duology. Did, did you read Whisper? No, I haven't. Oh, still I've read haven't. It. I've been meaning to read it. I went since straight onto it year. after I finished her yeah. other series. It's yes. different. It's good. I prefer uh, Arcane just yes. because it's a bit more fantasy. Yeah, but okay. Yeah. Anyway. This one's like post-apocalyptic type um, thing or like a sci-fi like, thing it's or... not post-apocalyptic it's just like 
It's like, you know, secret government conspiracy tests okay. and paranormal abilities on humans okay. and things like that. Cool. Yeah. All right. All right. I will get to it. But the second book is definitely coming out in uh, in November and mm-hmm. she will be at Supernova in Brisbane and Adelaide. So if you're going to come to those, you can grab your copy and get it signed. And I was going to try and read whisper by then but it's only a couple of weeks away now so i probably won't what i will say is it's a very it's like i can't that easy read that fast reads which i like it's not everybody's cup of tea but i really enjoy that aspect of it Uh Um, and speaking of lynette noni she's also just announced that her new series which is a um YA fantasy series as well mm-hmm. um, has been um, acquired by Penguin Random House. Nice. So she will be pub. It's called the Prison Healer. The first. Well, I, I assume that's the title of the first book. I don't know if that's the name of the series. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that'll be published awesome. probably next year sometime, I guess. So congratulations, Lynette, and um, yeah, look forward to seeing what that one's about. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to quickly look up. Um, who is actually going to is be at Supernova? Is the book coming out in, like, January? I feel like they're January releases. I'm, again, I'm, I'm ahead of myself. Is, 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 um, is she going to Supernova? Because I still haven't met her. I know. I you have, and oh, you raved. I should, I should. Okay, we didn't mention this before, but we, um, I was at... Um, we, you, I wasn't. No, you weren't there, <laughs> sadly. <gasps> um... I work through the Brisbane Writers, Writers Festival. Brisbane Writers Festival. In, back in September. Um, <laughs> a long, I, long time ago. <laughs> um, I was working on um, the book signing table for yes. a couple of the days. And I did get a chance to meet Jessica Townsend. Finally. Ah. I'm so jealous. And, did you get your um, book I'm signed? I'm so happy. I did I get my book signed. But the funniest thing was that when she opened the cover of the first Nevermore book, um, it had a signature in it already. She's like, oh, I've already signed this. I'm like, Really? When and how? How? <laughs> I've never met you before, but I must have bought it from Booktopia or someone yeah. that had a signed copy. So yeah, <laughs> that was okay. a bit weird. So she Whoops. kind of scribbled on it again, and that was cool. Um, yes, Hollow Pox it. is the third book in that in Morrigan Crow series, and it's coming out. It says February six here. Fine, February six. That's almost January. I wasn't that far off. Yeah. Okay, yes. I'm just having a quick look at. Um, so, Supernova Brisbane is happening in a couple of weeks on. Um, from the 8th to the 10th of November okay. and the weekend before that, I believe, for Adelaide. Um, okay, quickly mention um, Lynette Noni, Maria Lewis. We've also got Jodie McAllister is going to be there and Wilkes Starkis, who I keep seeing in he everything just, lately. he's just released something, hasn't he? Yes. Um, Kim Wilkins is going to be there. Mm-hmm. There's lots of of local authors, I have to say. Um, mm-hmm. Juliet Marillia is also coming. She's awesome. another lovely mm-hmm. um, Australian um, fantasy author. Um, the other actual um, like movie celebrity stars who are going to be there includes um, Amy Acker is going to be there. Alison Sudol, who is from Fantastic Beasts and Where to oh, Find okay, Them. Okay. Um, Mark Shepard, who is from every single um, geeky sci-fi show known to man, but mainly in Supernatural. <laughs> so I'm excited. John Travolta is going to be there. That's funny, isn't it? Wow. Um, I don't know if he's going to be there for the whole weekend because no, I saw he was only doing um, like Friday night or something. I probably need to look that up. Billy Zane is going to be there. Jason Isaacs who is from Harry Potter and, you know, he's 
Lucius Malfoy. Oh, okay. And he's, he's in a bunch of best. other stuff. He did the Patrick Ness, um, one of the Patrick Ness audio books. He did the narration oh. and it was amazing. Okay. He's amazing. got a great voice. He's got a great voice. Yes, it was perfect. Anyway, there's a bunch of other, um, you know, celebrities and stuff going to be there. So if you are in Brisbane or Adelaide, go and check it out. All right. I think that's all we've got time for because... You know, we're running out of time here. And we've still got more books probably to talk about oh. next, next time. Next time, we're going sure to attempt do. to do one on our anniversary. Yeah, so next <laughs> time, next episode, be, we're planning to actually do one in two weeks' time, which will be our blogiversary. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the meantime, if you've, got, if you've got any books coming up in the next few weeks that we haven't mentioned and you'd like to, like, we'd love to hear about them, mm-hmm. if you think we'd like them, um, you can send us feedback or suggestions at contact at treetops.com or you can tweet at us probably better to do at oaken bookcase lately because i don't think oh, either of us are actually on. checking tea tree tops lately or i i am at um annie.treetops on instagram mm-hmm. i'm there a lot more than i'm on twitter lately you can also find a list of all the books or other things we've talked about in this episode as well as all of our book reviews at the tea in the treetops blog treetops.com. thanks for listening yeah and we'll see you again next time bye bye